0: god it's cold out here tonight
1: it is a bit nippy yes
0: i can see my breath it is a
1: bit chilly on my nips do
0: you want to have some marshmallows over the fire
1: You know what? I always think, oh yeah, I really want that. And then I go to have it and it always burns the top of my, roof of my mouth. Maybe it's a bit of an overshare, but I'll give it a go.
0: That's not, (laughs) Jenny, we literally have discussed like the (laughs) internet (laughs) of our sex lives on here. And then you're like, I burn the roof of my mouth sometimes when I try to eat marshmallows. Sorry if that's an overshare.
1: (laughs) (laughs) a good point. <laughs> That's Oh my god! It's not an overshare.
0: <laughs> That's not an overshare. Okay. <laughs> Have you ever had? Um. Uh. I don't know if we're doing them correctly because we're not American.
1: S'mores.
0: S'mores. Yeah. Have you ever had? No, one? I haven't.
1: But I've always, always wanted oh.
0: one. The ones that we make are with obviously marshmallow and um, you know those chocolate lesbian biscuits. Yes, I love those. Everyone calls them chocolate lesbians. Chocolate leibniz, they're called. Um. But yeah, you melt your marshmallow and then you squidge it between two of the biscuits and then eat it like a sandwich and oh it's so good next time you're
1: up i'm gonna put the fire pit on and Mm -hmm. we're gonna do it
0: well you can do it what i'll do is i'll lean out of the spare bedroom window and watch you
1: and eat it from there
0: (laughs) yeah and eat it from there from the safety of being uh war slightly warmer inside the cottage.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now we need to pretend to be inside whilst we're outside, so we feel a bit warmer because it is yeah I know. dropping in temperature dramatically.
0: It's cold, and I can hear an owl every now and then. It's atmospheric. But I'm not sure. It's atmospheric, but I also think it's saying "fuck you, fuck you." Oh my god! So, if an
1: owl yeah. did say that, I'd love to have it as a pet.
0: Maybe it's a parrot. Aho, aho, aho. Anyway. Welcome, Ghoul Clubbers, to our second ever gathering of the Campfire Ghouls. We are here to tell you some real-life listener stories. Go for it, Jen.
1: Listener stories, listener stories, give us your listener stories. I changed it up a little bit at the end.
0: I, no, I liked it. That was good. That you guys have been sending in to us because uh, something happened and we've actually been getting quite a lot more uh, listener stories which is why we've decided to now do this as a spin-off it's a shocker so, people are
1: listening and sending in stories it's a shocker yeah. but just because others bizarre doesn't mean you shouldn't so please send us a story
0: yeah oh yeah yeah don't sit there and think oh well they've got loads now I don't need to no you need to send us your story
1: in fact pause this send it and then keep listening
0: yeah 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 then come back yeah. actually no listen oh. listen to the end then do it because we don't want you to forget oh yeah okay listen to
1: us then do it yeah
0: <laughs> then do it then do it so um just so you guys know we've that tent over there we've set up so that if any of you want to go in there for a little bit of a hanky panky you can go in there maybe not when we're telling the ghost stories but later on you certainly can
1: it's the tent where you can touch someone's taint
0: yeah we've got hot chocolate with um coconut rum in as well um so we can all get pissed
1: did you you know what taint is i only found that out recently
0: Yeah, I know what a taint is.
1: I didn't know what the term meant. I didn't know what the word word meant um, until I was watching Real Housewives recently. And one of the housewives is in the bathtub with her partner and he uses his um, foot. And she's like, don't touch my taint with your foot. It's hilarious when I've realised what a taint is.
0: Good grief. You're so sheltered, aren't you? (laughs) You just grew up on, on Disney and that was it.
1: I liked My Little Pony.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, it's
1: creepy. Um, Is
0: that why I caught you that time putting um, My Little Pony up your vagina?
1: I think I would have done that if I watched it or not, to be honest. I was like (laughs) a very exploring child. He was like, I'll just put anything up there and see if it comes back out. (laughs) Yeah, why not?
0: (laughs) I definitely went through a phase when I was... um, Becoming hypersexualized around puberty, where I just wanted to be naked <laughs> all the time. I want to be naked, like alone, like not in I front say, of my you family. You shared a bedroom with your brother. Yeah, I did. But like, what I mean is, like, um when he would like go out to see his friends, I would like have to be have to get, you'd get excited.
1: To, like, you'd be like, yes, I and, can be naked and
0: hump every surface. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my version of sticking whatever I could up my up my food. <laughs>
1: Well, we all have those sexual experiences, don't we?
0: We certainly do. We certainly, at some point in our lives, well, maybe not every single human being, but like more people than you think.
1: Definitely, I reckon it's most people just just don't talk about it. Yeah
0: absolutely because the more you talk to someone and the more you open up and then you start talking about those kinds of things if you dare to say oh i was like hypersexualized as like a, a an 11 year old and i used to do this that another and then people are always like oh my god yeah me too i used to mm-hmm. do this and then you're like everyone did it everyone around like between the ages of like 10 and 13 started exploring their sexuality
1: for sure i reckon so
0: yeah Anyway, that was a weird tangent. <laughs> we're going to tell you some scary stories that we've been sent. And because Jenny kicked it off last week in the first ever uh, Campfire Ghouls, I almost called it Sleepover ghouls then, but that's a different thing. Your turn. Campfire Ghouls. It's my turn to kick it yeah. off. So I'm going to be reading a story from Kevin. And Kevin's story is titled We Were Interrupted by a Ghost. And I read this one before and it's worth the listen, let me tell you.
1: Interrupted by a ghost? That makes me think like they yes. were having sex.
0: Oh, that's strange. I wonder if that's... Hi, Jenny, Kyle, and the wider ghoul club family. Let me tell you a very unfortunate ghost story. I was so excited about having sex with my boyfriend for the first time since I came out as gay. We had both been eager to try it, but also a little nervous that we wouldn't know what to do. We were at his family's home, a fancy Tudor cottage, and the rest of his family had gone out for the day. We decided that it was time... (sighs)
1: They're going to touch each other's
0: man ring. At first, it felt a little awkward, but after a few minutes, we started to relax and have fun. We laughed and joked as we started going for it, enjoying the feeling of freedom that we hadn't had up until that point. It was a great moment, and we were both grateful for the opportunity to be ourselves and completely enjoy each other's company without any worries hanging over us. As my boyfriend straddled me we were suddenly interrupted by the frightening apparition of a man in tudor clothing he appeared out of nowhere standing at the edge of the bed and staring at us with an intense and menacing look oh
1: my god i'd be like we edward completely... get out of here please yeah like excuse me <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> either get in here or get out you know what i mean <laughs> Fucking hell. we completely froze unsure of what to do or say the man didn't move or speak but his presence was palpable and unsettling oh. We were terrified and also embarrassed and didn't know how to react. We eventually came to our senses and jumped out of bed, running away as fast as we could, still completely naked. After an hour or so, we decided to go back to the bedroom and get our clothes and get dressed. We were both scared, but we knew we couldn't sit around naked for the rest of the day. When we arrived, the bedroom was empty and there was no sign of the ghostly man. We got dressed and left, not wanting to linger any longer. We didn't talk about what happened, both of us were too scared to even mention it. We didn't even try to have sex again for at least a few months. But fortunately, the ghost never interrupted us again. It was a scary experience, but we were relieved that it was over and we could finally get down and dirty without fear of a disapproving ghost (laughs) watching us. As a quick aside, my boyfriend's family had seen the ghost in the house before, but they'd only had a few brief encounters. They'd never seen him as clearly or for as long as we had. They didn't know who the ghost was or why he was haunting the house, but they were used to its occasional appearances and it didn't bother them too much. Apparently, it's just one of those things you get used to when you live in a haunted house. Also, we didn't tell them what we'd been doing when we saw him. Colin, if you're listening, I haven't forgotten. <laughs> Lots of love to the podcast. I look forward to new episodes every week. Kevin. Imagine
1: if Kevin had told his friends, like, right, what happened was Colin had his penis in my ass. And then this Victorian ghost popped out of nowhere, Edward the cop blocker, and stopped us doing it. It was terrible. <laughs>
0: so so to start with we were flaccid but then we as we touched each other and we kissed and fingered each other's assholes a little bit we started to get harder and then i was giving him you know when you give someone a blowjob but you're also using your hand to give them a hand job at the same time well i was doing that yeah
1: imagine i mean mine was bad enough but yours is very descriptive i think you were enjoying that retail well me
0: yes yeah oh no i don't no no I, I wasn't saying it from experience at all <laughs>
1: So my listener story this week is very different to yours. And it's with someone okay. called Darian. And it says, oh. a huge hello to all the ghoul clubbers, but especially to Kyle and Jenny. That's really sweet. Um, I love the podcast. <laughs> like, it's sweet to remember like other people listening. Um, I love the podcast. Yeah. I hope you enjoy my story about a memory that may or may not be real. Oh, okay. When I was young, maybe six or seven. I remember finding a book at my grandparents' house. I can't remember the story, but I remember that the pictures were all in black and white and kind of looked like they'd been scribbled by a madman. I can still see this weird people in the drawings with big scary faces and weirdly proportioned bodies. I mean, is it just pictures of us? (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the (laughs) same thing.
0: Yeah, as soon as you started to speak, I was like, she's going (laughs) to say the joke that I was just about to say.
1: And I'm not saying I found this book only once. I remember finding it multiple times at my grandparents' house, which was centuries old. This book gave me such a horrible feeling every time I found it. It just had this really dark, ominous vibe to it that I absolutely hated. But also, every time I found it, it felt like I had to go through every page. I even remember the final time I found the book. I was playing in my grandparents' bedroom um okay and <laughs> found it under the bed okay all right you darian were um with... you were like
0: <laughs> sniffing your grandma oh oh, okay, oh wait darian. a minute this goes a bit <laughs> sad
1: um i went through the pages like normal but this time there was a new drawing it kind of looked like my granddad if he was in pain that very oh, same God. year my granddad got lung cancer and died
0: <gasps> what the fuck
1: yeah I never saw that book after that I brought it up to my grandma but she seemed to genuinely have no idea what I was talking about even my parents and my sister who are always at the house with us have no idea what I'm talking about when I mention this scary book and I remember it had words and I was a decent reader at the time but I don't remember what a single one of them said and this is apparently after having read it at least half a dozen times. Sometimes when I try and remember it, I start to feel like I'm losing my mind because I'm so sure it existed, but all evidence seems to say it never did. When grandma died, I even offered to help clear up my grandparents' house before it was sold. I searched every nook and cranny, but obviously there was no sign of the book. I even felt stupid writing this, but I'm going to send it. I hope at least you will all believe me. Either that or my mind snapped a long time ago, (laughs) ha! Big fan of the podcast, keep doing what you're doing, Darian. That book existed, Darian. (laughs)
0: Yeah, um, first of all, Darian, 100% believe you. Secondly, what the actual fuck was this demon book?
1: I love that it's a demon book. Like, it makes me want to go through all my books. Like, have I got a demon book and I don't know about yeah, it? Yeah,
0: ha- has a demon book just snuck into your house at some point? I mean, I know what I would see if I was turning the pages. I'd get to the end and it would be a drawing of me just like,
1: ah, ah, <laughs> because... I know what mine would be. It would be me... Um doing flip-flaps. A drawing of me doing oh, flip-flaps absolutely. everywhere.
0: You can do you've done so many flip-flaps lately, I can't even keep up.
1: I mean, what can I say? I'm incredibly flexible in my mind only.
0: In your In your mind <laughs> only. Yes. Yeah, that's that is really wild. I love that story. It's spooky. Yeah, it is. Oh god. Yep. Okay, so we have done some listener stories and now it's time for the brand new segment of Camp Fire Girls. Which is paranormal problems. So we get paranormal problem? problems from Yeah, from people who may or may not be fictional. <laughs> and then Jenny and I help that person with their paranormal problem.
1: I was gonna go, You got a problem and we will solve it in a paranormal, spooky smutty kind of way. But it doesn't really ring.
0: Um, I mean it doesn't roll off the tongue, but it does it does nail exactly what's happening. What can we so... say instead?
1: You've got a problem and we'll...
0: You've got a paranormal problem and we're going to paranormal solve it.
1: Yes, we could do that. You've got a paranormal problem and we're going to... Fuck it. Verbally fuck
0: it. You've got a paranormal problem and we're going to smartly solve it. Oh,
1: yes, Kyle.
0: Okay. Dear Kyle and Jenny, I've got a problem I was hoping you could help me with. Recently, my vagina has been incredibly tight and crusty, and I'm not able to make love to my much younger lover, Pierce, who is 40. My spiritualist friend suggested that I allow a ghost to give me oral sex, as that can cure a dry and paper-thin slit. Cure a dry and paper-thin slit. Is this accurate? Roberta, 82, from Whitby.
1: Kyle. Um... Yes. Your use of slit has made other people say slit too. There's too much slitting going on around here. It's such uh, a Jenny, gross word.
0: Ro- Roberta is eighty-two years old. She has been using the word slit since long before I was even. So on Roberta the
1: earth. is the original slit.
0: Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Anyway, but sorry. to Roberta and her problem. <laughs> yeah,
1: sorry. Let's um, be serious. First of all,
0: Roberta, many people might tell you that what your spiritualist friend has suggested is bollocks we are here to tell you it's a hundred percent accurate
1: also kyle can we just take a moment i'd like everyone to take a moment and think about poor roberta and what she's going through yeah because it cannot be nice to have a tight crusty vagina it must be horrible it must be it, it must be you know bits must fall out all the time
0: yeah, pieces are falling off. You know, poor Pierce, like,
1: what is all of this over my face? Like, I just don't think it's a very nice experience. So we're here to help you, Roberta.
0: Um, She does say in her longer letter that um, in the meantime, Pierce has been um, going up her bum hole uh, and, and having anal sex with her, Um, but she just doesn't enjoy it. She doesn't really like it.
1: So Pierce might w- not want us to solve this problem, but we're here for Roberta, not Pierce.
0: Yeah, we're not here for Pierce. No.
1: Fuck off, Pierce. Pierce, you need to go back to piercing the vagina, not the bum hole.
0: Yeah, exactly. And... (laughs) (laughs) Piercing. And (laughs) Roberta, you... uh, I would actually say ditch Pierce altogether and don't don't do this for him. Do it for yourself. Yeah, if he's
1: not willing to go into your crusty hole, then he's not the right person for you.
0: He's not. But back to the problem at hand. So ghosts can indeed make dry crusty vaginas nice and wet again using oral sex now this is something that we call the saliva ectoplasm solution ghosts don't have saliva obviously they're ghosts but they do have ectoplasm that comes out of their mouth Mm -hmm. that acts like saliva saliva. that acts like saliva Mm -hmm. and it's it's plentiful so if a ghost really wants to they can produce what would you say jen gallons of air I think about 1.75. A 1.75 yeah, gallons. Yeah, last
1: time I each. weighed it, it was about that.
0: One. Yeah, each is that each oral session. Oh yes,
1: every yeah, every session.
0: Yeah. Every oral session. And what that does is that gets into the vagina and the vagina soaks it up like a sponge. So um you're gonna be very um diapery. Engorged. To engorged. Engorged. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be extremely engorged, shiny. Very slick, your legs are going to be very
1: wet. apart for a while, so you're going to look like a cowboy. But it's only temporary, Roberta. Yeah. So maybe you'd stay yeah. indoors so for about a week.
0: Depending on how dry you are, you might absorb so much of that ectoplasmic saliva that your legs were at a right angle, so it looks like you're doing the splits. Yeah. I mean, don't um, pop a hip. That's normal. Don't pop a hip. Yeah. Don't don't break a hip. Jenny knows what that's like. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, Roberta. You really yeah, you really shouldn't do it. Um, so just enjoy, while while you're doing the splits, enjoy that. What I would also say, Roberta, is you say that Pierce is 40 years old. He's a much younger man to yourself. I would say find someone in their early 20s.
1: Yeah, go younger, because I just don't go think younger. they're that bothered at that age. They've not got good hygiene no. themselves, so they're no. not into it. But, Kyle, we've forgotten to say, Roberta, if you don't want to go through the whole all sex with a ghost... We do mm-hmm. understand. Maybe you're in love with Pearson. You don't want to leave him. Okay, we we understand that. Mm-hmm. There is an alternative.
0: I don't but... to
1: this crusty situation, and yes. it involves a chisel and a ghost, and they will chisel away at the crust. Yeah, it's not That's pleasant. True. It's not comfortable. We would prefer the oral sex personally, but yeah. if you want to have it chiselled, you can.
0: Uh, and remind us, Jenny, why the ghost needs to have the chisel? Why? because there's a reason that living people couldn't just chisel it off
1: Uh, if living people do it they'll faint and feel disgusting and they will never want to see you again whereas a ghost you don't really care about them and yeah they
0: have a hardier disposition they they, they've been there they've
1: done they've seen so much roberta like they're up for the challenge you know they really are. And I and I they can see things we can't see. They know how thick that crust is. We can't see how thick the crust is. So we could chisel mm-hmm. it and end up chiseling inside your body.
0: Into into yeah. you. Which is really quite dangerous. Also, um Although the ghost doesn't go down on you, they do use just a little bit of, the, of that saliva solution on the chisel itself. Yeah. Just because it helps loosen everything up down there. And you will find yourself losing quite a thick crust. It might look a bit like a pasty when it comes off. Yeah.
1: I mean, we don't want there to be a spark. So there needs to be lubrication to avoid that. Yeah. We don't yeah. want your vagina on fire.
0: But ideally, we'll, we'll tell you what we think the ideal advice would be, which is the ghost goes down on you you get a nice swollen pudenda that is gushing uh gushing forth with fluid and then dump pierce go and find yourself a nice 20 21 year old lover and um just let him just let him pound away at you because it's, you're really going to find that quite quite thrilling um but do be careful because there is a high likelihood of uh prolapse vaginal prolapse
1: yes yeah i mean you know it's the risk in the game isn't it you know what you're going to do but i would also say maybe some of that young pounding might reduce some of the swelling for you roberta it might move some of that you know engorgedness we don't know you you need to let us know if that works or not it's just a theory yeah that's the only thing we're not sure about but it's worth trying
0: because i'm imagining that Piers at the age of 40 he's he's not going to have as much thrust left in him so even if you do decide to stay with him maybe as part of the healing process just pop down to your local uh mcdonald's and and find a, a nice spotty spotty worker in his early 20s and um just ask him if he he doesn't mind just having a go having a go at you um down there
1: and if you don't have a ghost in your vicinity to help with slivering the chisel and you actually want a human to do it the other alternative is you could get one of those beef patties from McDonald's and get the grease off it and put it on the chisel. But again, that is that is a risk for mm. you, Roberto. And we personally would say go with the at ghost. Your, but
0: At your age, I would say um, a burger greased chisel to your uh, dry, dry cracking vagina, high likelihood of death.
1: Yeah, it's high. I mean, I would chew on a gherkin, try and distract yourself.
0: Yes, absolutely. So... Um, so that's our advice, mm. Roberta, and good luck. Yeah. Good luck. It feels so good to help people. I, know, I yeah. really like that about Campfire Ghouls is that it gives us an opportunity to, to actually help people out in the world with their problems.
1: With these unusual, terrible problems that you know, Roberta has nowhere else to, to, to bring this up. It's important that we provide no. this platform.
0: Exactly. How else is she gonna talk to people about it mm-hmm. i do like that her spiritualist friend did suggest that to her though because ma- many people were are too scared to suggest it because they think they're going to sound crazy whereas we know ghost oral is it can be amazing it can be really quite it's a medical
1: different. wonder that you know yeah that gps nowadays they stupidly don't really they don't really suggest yeah. it. I don't know why. I think it's because they've got too many shares in pharmaceutical companies and give you medications there. Probably. So exactly. they're like, no, don't exactly. have that ghost liver. Oh.
0: And then they say, Oh, uh, science science can't prove that it's actually working. And you're like, Well look at her look at her vagina. She's eighty two. Her vagina looks about sixteen.
1: Yeah, ghost liver is very impeccably youngifying. Is that a word?
0: Uh, that's, yeah, I, as usual, you have such a way with yeah. words. And impeccably impe- youngifying is, is I think, the, the uh, scientific terminology yeah. for that. I
1: mean, if we could bottle this, Kyle. Let's have that conversation out of here, because I don't want anyone to steal the,
0: the idea. Yeah, I know, sorry. Well, the fire's dying down, okay. and we need to wrap <laughs> things up. So it is actually
1: getting thank really you so cold. Much for,
0: I know, it is. Thank you so much for joining us here around the campfire, everyone. It's been absolutely wonderful. Please send us your listener stories to the Google club podcast at gmail.com uh if you could you know what you can we prefer real stories but if you want to send us one that you've made up and you fictionalized and it's a it's a spooky one that you've do, yeah do it yeah, and whatever. then but then tell it but then just let us know that it's fictional so we can tell everyone else yes. it's fictional yeah. um because uh that we just we just want to keep
1: we want people to uh, know what's real sure and what's not real there. yeah
0: exactly and uh, send also send us paranormal problems much like roberta's uh, if you can think of any paranormal problems that you you want answered let us know because we are always eager to please help eager to please eager to help
1: mm-hmm. i mean we're just kind paranormal people aren't we
0: we are we are oh the fire's gone out okay, okay. Ooh, who's who are those two in the tent i didn't even see them get in get up and go in there kyle
1: his penis is so big and it is coming our way. Oh yeah. Oh my, my Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we need to run towards. Go. Oh my god. Oh my god, no, stop is horrible. It's horrible. Mm.